0: Hello everyone! Welcome to an episode of What's Happening in Travel. Kusho and Kerwin. This is Kerwin. Kusho is not here today. Uh, it's been a fun week, um, hot week. I uh, did a little travel. Went to see a friend of mine. Uh, took a red eye back, and I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, used to be when you took red eyes, you know, you um, I'd be up and ready to go. But now it's just, I guess, I'm getting older. But uh, let me know if you've taken a red eye flight and how you've uh, dealt with it. But uh, my background today is an American Airlines 757 in old colors. If you can see, I can never figure out which uh, side to go on here. But anyway, it's landing in uh, Maho Bay in uh, St. Martin. And if you've never had a chance to go see the planes in St. Martin, it's one of the coolest things that you can uh, see uh typically um the flights will arrive in the afternoon and then uh you can just uh, you can walk from the airport over to the beach and uh and you can just watch the planes land they have a there's a bar and the bar has a surfboard and the surfboard they write their schedules on on the, uh on the thing But now everybody has flight radar 24 that's what they use now but you know back in the day we didn't have flight radar 24 and uh, but they still silky, I guess a quote-unquote tradition of writing the schedule uh, on there, and the planes do come very, very close and very, very low. Uh, I have found that um, there's a property right next to it. Uh, it's, um, it's called So Sonesta so, so in Maho um, Bay. I can leave a link uh, in the show notes for you, but um, it's it's actually two property one is uh, adults only another one is uh, family everybody can, can stay there and uh, it's it's very nice um, both both properties are very nice but the adults only is even nicer and adults only has a restaurant at the end and you can just hang out there so that was my spot at breakfast there i had lunch there I had dinner there because the view is just fantastic from there so if you if you end up uh, going out there um I highly, highly recommend, recommend that place. Okay, I just had to do a quick little check. It's actually uh so it's Sanesta Ocean Point is the name of the um the uh adults only all inclusive and Senesta Maho Bay is the regular one. If you stay at the Ocean Point, which is a little more expensive, you can use the entire facility. But if you stay just at the Maho Bay portion, you can only use that piece. But uh, totally worth it. You should check them both out. Um, I had a really, really good time uh, staying staying there. And uh, you can see, you just, you just walk down on the beach, watch the planes, and walk back up to your room. Um, or you can hang out on your balcony and watch the planes. I've done that from uh, from some of the rooms on that side. So it's uh, it's it's totally worth it. I guess this week in the news is um, airlines are reporting. They have record profits. You know if, uh, That's expected, right? Cause all the airfares have been pretty high. Uh, the heat wave is causing, um, I guess all kinds of weather issues, um, not just in the Northeast or on the East coast of the U S but all over. So uh, watch out for your flights um, as you go. The, um, the other thing I want to talk about was Expedia has a new program called, I think it's called One Key. And before they had a rewards thing. So, like, Expedia owns a lot of these um, uh, entities out there. So, if you book on Expedia, book on hotels.com or VRBO. And VRBO is a rental thing and uh, vacation rentals. So, if you go to com slash VRBO, you can book your rentals there. Or if you go to passwriter.com slash Expedia, You can book your hotels there. Now, when you, uh, Wonkey gives you, Expedia has a whole list of perks that it gives you. So I had hotel.com points because I normally book directly with the hotels, but every now and again, I'll book with um, Expedia. If I'm going to a place where I don't know the hotels there and my favorite hotels, you know, IE Hilton, Marriott, um, uh, IHG, or... uh, one radisson um if i if i can find a one of those hotels where i'm staying then i'll go to expedia because that would give me the local hotels and um i am just a hotel snob i like nice hotels and if i don't know the name of the hotel it kind of freaks me out to stay there but i know that you know i i i don't book by price i book by where i want to be because sometimes when you go and you book, let's say you can book a $100 hotel, it's like you know two, three miles away from the city, and you have to commute every time to go in. That means you know, it takes a lot of time, and I can't deal with that. So I'd rather pay the extra money to stay in the city um, or stay exactly where I need to be. And sometimes I don't need to be in the city. I need to be in a different location that's closer to the city. But I've already been to the city, so I basically book my hotels by where I want to stay. Uh, A tip I use is I'll go to Google Maps and I'll type in where I want to go or I'm going to spend most of my time. And then Google actually show me the the hotels that are in that area. And then as I book the hotels, I try to find out, well, can I walk? Can I take a train? And I also need to find out, can I get from the airport to the city? Friend of mine is staying in Paris, and I did that for him. And typically he said he's going to be at this location, but he's going to be there every day for like a week. So you didn't want him to stay, you know, 45 minutes away by train just to save money, because that's annoying because he's going to have meetings. And when he comes back home, um, home as in back to the hotel, you know, there's dinner time. He may have some functions to go to. So you you don't want someone to go all the way out just to save, you know, and besides some of the hotels that he wanted to stay was actually close to that place. So I find them someplace where it's just 10-minute walk, not even the train, uh, just a 10-minute walk to where where um they need to be. So when you're booking your hotels, think about that. Now with the Expedia program, and I'm not an Expedia partner, but um they sent me a thing that, t- that explained how many points oh, I th- just said, you know, we we have one key, we move all your stuff from hotels.com over to one key. And I think I have like $40. I don't know how many hotel.com points I had before. But this is what I have now. And so every time you go to book on Expedia and you're signed in, it'll put your dollars, your one key dollars towards your purchase. It's kind of weird because it's automatic By default, it's on. Uh, but I want to see what this. So sometimes I go, wow, this hotel is ridiculous how cheap it is on here. And I'm like, oh, I have one key points. And then when I go look at the in the, um, the hotel website, I'm like, oh, it's really expensive. Um and it's not it's the same price, but on the um Expedia website you have the one key, so I'm still gonna continue booking with the hotels because I want to get my hotel points. I was in Dubai once, and I checked into this um I think was it a Voco I think it is or Boddington. It's one of the uh IHG brands, and I checked in, and the lady's like, um you know, I see you booked with, I tried to say, no, I didn't, I booked with uh, IHG, and of course, she didn't believe me, and I said, yeah, here's the thing, uh, just check me in, you go figure it out, and then come back, so she didn't check me in, she disappeared into back, she came back like 10 minutes later, and go, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, thank you for booking at IHG, I said, well, I tried to tell you that, and because what happened is that when you book with an, an online travel agency and you show up at the hotel, they treat you so different. They don't give you your perks. You don't get your upgrades you're supposed to get and all that kind of good stuff. Now, um, with the Expedia One Key, they actually give you something else so you can get the upgrades, but it's not the same. So you don't get the points with the hotel because you're not you didn't buy it through the hotel. The um, hotels, airlines, and travel agencies have had this love hate relationship for eons, and I don't think it's ever gonna ever gonna go away. The bigger agencies, you know, the expeditors of the world, they come up with these things, but the smaller agencies, you know, they 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 don't. And typically, with an airline, if you book through an airline, matter of fact, when you call the airline numbers these days, the first thing they tell you is that you've booked with. Uh, oh, if you booked your reservation with a a travel agency, you need to call the travel agency if you have an issue. I like to go to the airline website and manage my own travel. And so I always end up booking with the airlines because it's just so much easier. Sometimes though, you can get some really good fares that you cannot get on the airline website. So, you know, be smart how you book these things. But just remember, if you have an issue with the reservation, you cannot call the airline, you have to call the travel agency that you booked it with. On day of operation, they you know everybody is is together. So the airline should take care of you. That means if there's a cancellation, um, they should rebook another flight. Although sometimes they do tell you you need to call the travel agent. Um so and my thing is that it's always annoying to call the travel agencies because they're like, well, you know, you can't change this because there's a change fee and there's all kinds of stuff. When you call the airline, if you have status, oftentimes the agent there can do things for you that you normally wouldn't get done if you're a regular customer. So one, be loyal. So um, that's the Expedia One Key uh, program. Uh, if you go to Expedia, it's all over the website. So you'll definitely see it. And if you're already uh, like a hotel.com member, they would have sent you an email and tell you how much hotel.com points, uh, uh, how much One Key rewards that you have. And there's a whole bunch of rewards that comes with it. Like I said, I'm still going to book with my hotels uh, directly so I can get my credits. Uh, matter of fact, I could just be booked. A, um, I'm doing a, a trip next weekend and I just I booked the hotel. It's in New York. But in New York, it's so expensive. So what I do is I keep my points and my certificates and I use them in places like New York, where it's really expensive, or places like London. Because, you know, it's like, what, $300 a night by the time you get all the taxes, And if I can use my points or I can use a certificate, um, then that works out much better. So um, I think that's probably all I have about the Expedia thing. Um, I think one of my uh, readers did send me some information about, in episode 101, I talked about uh, airline livers. And he says that, I agree that airlines charge their livers way, change their livers way too often uh, I also don't like airlines having multiple looks at the same time. Uh, I was talking about um, th- these airlines are spending so much money on their livers and it's just it's really uh, costs a lot. They said, that being said, airlines should refresh their look from time to time, if for no other reason to make the planes look newer. Okay, fine. Um, but by the way, they can just repaint it in the same colors. It would still look new. No one wants to fly on a plane that's, that they believe is ancient. If an airline has a dated look, I can lower passenger confidence in flying with them. So tell me if that's true. Because, I mean, I don't want a dirty plane. Um, but most people don't even know what the livery of the plane was, right? Um, so uh, I think that was all he has. Oh, he was trying. Um, have you ever been to uh, Liechtenstein? Um, I did a trip to Liechtenstein. And it's actually one of the coolest trips I've ever done. Uh, if you go to apostle. and search for B A D U Z or Liechtenstein L-I-C-H. Uh, I, I always mess up Liechtenstein, so just search for Vaduz B-A-D-U-Z, D U Z, you'll find it. Um, and it's very cool because I took a plane to um to one city in Germany, and then I took a train in from that city to the um to the town center then I took a boat a ferry uh across and now I think I was actually in Switzerland finally and then uh from uh I think it was a, it might have been Freiburg that I flew into I can't remember now but look at the Vaduz story then once I got there then I took a train uh from there to the city center and then I took a bus from there into the into uh Vaduz and going back, I took a bus again back to the train station, and then I just took the train into, uh into, because they don't have their own airport, I took the train into Zurich, uh, and then I overnighted in Zurich at a, I think it was at a, might have been a Hilton that was in the airport, uh, or either that or was it was uh, a Radisson, might have been a Hilton uh so if you if you've never been to Vaduz, check out Vaduz uh in Liechtenstein. it's one of the cool places they don't have their own airport um so it's it's always interesting to try to try to get to it so that's kind of all i have this week a very short uh, episode um but uh travel well um be safe and uh have a great trip talk to you soon